Proud of the Hawks. Uh, yo, Ailey, you know, we in this thing. I'm happy to be back. I love y'all boys. Uh, but Cam Reddish, uh, DeAndre Hunter, the Hawks are on the come up. How you Stay feel tuned. about Bruno? How you feel about Bruno? How I feel about Bruno? Yeah. Yo, he got the sickest name in the team right now. All right. I, mean, I don't All really right. with Bruno Mars, but. Yeah, yeah. Bruno yeah, Fernando Bruno. in the building, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bruno oh, Fernando. Sure. He slipped. That, that was. That was Marta. A sleeper right there. Sleep, a sleeper sleeper right there with Bruno. Uh, and then, uh, how, how you feel about the rest of the draft? Anybody else? Bobo, that's it. That's Bobo. About. But it's, Bo, it's Bobo. Bobo. For real? Bobo, baby. All right. In this thing, baby. Africa. All right. You know pick mean? number 44 will be the rookie of the year, yes. according to Eric Eboa. Yes. <laughs> Um, wager. On, Why you on, put that out like that? He, he, well, I don't think he's gonna play more than twenty-one games. He he's not he playing more than twenty. All right, but I'm gonna let Eric get to it, man. He got to run. A lead, a lead episode, episode one hundred two and a half. What are we on? Yeah, one hundred two and a half. Yeah, 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 something like that. Shout out I to Keem, hope. man. Hold it, it down, Louisville. Yeah, hold, hold it down, Keem. Yeah, I think I think it's one on one point five. Damn, we don't even know, bro. We don't, we so don't know. Damn. Well, I mean, we have we only do one episode a month now, so so one on one and a half, but. My boy Eric and Tom from from New York, he, he gotta go. All right, all right, man. Be easy. All right, I know. All right, A Lee episode. Um, give me a second. I'm gonna look it up. Might as well. All right, A Lee episode 101.5, 101 and a half. Uh, you know, every time we do it in, in the car, we gotta do it. You know, call it a half. It's not an official episode. We had Eric in the building, as you heard earlier. If you could hear that, I don't know if I'm going to throw that in there. We were also hooping. That's another video. So you already know what's going on, man. A lot going on. We tried to squeeze it in. You know, it's, it's a lot going crazy with our schedules right now and everything. But I'm here with my boy, Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy, um, how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to be, even though we not back. Yeah. But it's good to be kind of back. Yeah, kind of back, kind of back. At least we in the building. We in the building. We, we in the car. In the we, we in the car, yeah. We, we're not really in the building. We right. we in a building yeah. inside of a we're inside of a car. Yeah, right. inside of a building. Right, inside so, of a building. So, okay. so yeah. we we in the building within the building. As you saw, we just hooped against the uh, the tech guys. We we took them boys. We we beat them really bad. Um, y'all can watch those highlights later. But yeah, man. Um, this week was the draft and everything like that. That's the main thing we're talking about. The NHL draft, of course. Um, with I don't know who the first pick was. I, I heard his name a couple of times, but you know, you. Ho- hockey got a. Uh, they have to do a better job with that. They, hockey has the best playoffs, but other than that, man, like, yeah. you don't do your draft. This, I mean, they didn't do it the same night as the NBA, but the same week. It was like still all the hype from the NBA. Yeah, all that. Stuff. Like everybody's still talking about what happened on Thursday night on Friday night. So maybe the NHL should like you know they they base everything else they do in the league around the NBA. So they start the season one week earlier. Postseason starts one week earlier. Stanley Cup starts one week. So maybe like wait a week. Like do a week after like the NBA. Else y'all do yeah, exa- exactly, exactly, exactly. But um, <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it, man. NBA draft. Um, Zion goes number one. Hawks trade up, obviously, for DeAndre Hunter. Uh, we were all mad about that. Um, because they traded like everybody <laughs> except for uh ten for him, and um, and then um, and then they Cam Reddish falls in their lap because of medical issues uh, for Cam Reddish amongst those other teams. So, how'd you feel about the draft, man? Uh, I was I was upset at first. I was like, here we go again, same old cookie cutter player. We draft and move up, and we and it really hurt that they moved up for him. I was just like, wow, we 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 watched them you know struggle all year, just to be disappointed in the lottery, and then we end up with a guy that I really did not. I'm not gonna say I didn't want him, and I 
I do see the upside, and I do see why he's an attractive player, but I felt like there were guys with higher upsides for a team that needs as much as the Hawks do. That being said, Mm -hmm. getting Cam Reddish at 10 kind of made up for (laughs) it because it – now now they have two guys that are versatile and one's a predominantly offensive guy and the other one's a defensive guy, so they kind of can play off of each other now. So I, that's, I definitely like that, and that's a solid core they have now. That's exactly what I was thinking with uh, with Cam. And Cam is, you know, kind of a, a swing, you know, a big swing at the fences or whatever. He he is a risky pick, you know, where, you know, if he pays off, he pays off well for for the tickets and selling for this franchise. And him alongside with Trey, for both of those guys to have the type of hype that they had coming out of high school, coming out of college, and then, you know, coming to Atlanta, like, you know, that that's what Trey was rooting for. He's like, don't let Bo Bo follow you. You were joking about that earlier. You know, how he wanted, like, everybody with, with the little hype and AAU stuff. And so I, I think that's going to be really interesting to see what, what Cam can do for Atlanta. If he actually pays off and, you know, it pays off for the Hawks, you know, then they got to still at 10, you know. I think Clay Thompson went at 11. So, you know, you're looking at a situation like that. I mean, also, I think that people get caught too much up, caught up too much in, you know, the team with the number one pick. Yeah. Just like you just alluded to, the Warriors created what they created without a single number one yeah. pick. Like, Andrew Bogan. Yeah, Andrew Bogan. But he, they signed him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the core of that team was come through drafting the right guys that fit their system and played as a team, and then they also developed those guys. That's what I see the Hawks doing. I mean, now that they've kind of identified Trey Young as the guy that they want to build around, which, you know, I'm, I was a little bit of – skeptical about that last year but you know he showed me last year that he's a guy that you can build around now i'm not saying okay well he needs to be the guy that's going to carry us no what now we have a core of about what would you say six or seven guys that are you know they're not superstar megastar type talents yet but i mean they're really good players and they all if you think about it all these pieces fit together like a puzzle and there's a clear culture and what the Atlanta Hawks want to do. Now, I don't know if Lloyd Pierce would be the guy that, you know, takes them to where they will be when they become fully grown-ups because, you know, a lot of these kids are 19. I think Trey's 19 or 20. He just Trey's 20. 20. Cam's 19. Uh, Hunter's, what, 23, 22 maybe. I mean, these guys are still really young. So by the time they're really adults, this this chemistry they will build over the next couple years, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So, um. I wouldn't be surprised if we're like if we're a, play, a playoff threat this year, but then also you know if they don't make the playoffs, they're a team that's going to be trending up because now they have the pieces in place. Yeah, Hawks should definitely make the playoffs next year. I think that's kind of like the wide what they're expected to do. Yeah, actually, like I don't think you know if the Hawks are you know decent above five hundred around five hundred next year. I don't think many people would be surprised. I think a lot of people have high expectations for him like you saw yeah. that that graphic that that sports center put out right after um you know reddish fell to 10 mm-hmm. so um you know the, and then that was even before bruno and bruno's like a, a bonus guy so i think do you think with the drafting of bruno that um deadman doesn't come back i don't know i don't know what that means for deadman um and honestly i don't know what it means what the bruno pick means as far as because he could be a guy that's just down the road. He may not be ready right away like Cam and yeah. DeAndre may be. So I could – if it just depends on what the mindset of what the Hawks want right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a guy like uh, Vucevic that's out there from Orlando. Yeah. I, I I brought this up when me and my cousin, Roman, yeah. he was a uh, friend of the show. He uh, 
I, I got to thinking, like, you know, the Hawks have a solid four players that they can throw out there at any time. The one spot on the team that, like, doesn't really have a future is the center spot. And Vucevic is only 28. So if you pick him up, you know, that's a, that's a team that makes the playoffs and maybe doesn't win around, but maybe scares somebody or it builds momentum for the contending days to come. So I don't know what the Bruno pick means. I like the pick. I like the player. I like what he's going to be because at, at the end of the day, if he's nothing else, he's a body that's going to come down. He's going to hit you. He's going to rebound. He's going to be physical. He's going to be somebody in the middle of that in the middle of that defense that scares the opposing deep yeah. offense. And that's something the Hawks haven't had in a while since mm-hmm. maybe what Ivan Johnson, <laughs> um, Josh Smith, I mean Peril. Per, per, yeah, Peril Peril little depart. I mean, it, that that Hawks definitely needed some intimidation down there in the paint. And I and I like that they got that. And I think DeAndre Hunter brings that as well. He's a little bit of he's a little bit of a nasty guy. Yeah. I mean he's quiet, but he's a little he'll hit you. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean I, I, I definitely like that aspect of his game. Well, as Brad Rowland pointed out today, if the Hawks stood pat with the current roster they have with Solomon Hill and uh, Alan Crabb coming into the picture through the oh, trades and stuff, the, the um, salary dumps and all that, um, the Hawks literally only have one more roster spot. Mm. I mean, and what and what does that say about what happens with Kent Bazemore? Does he opt in or is he opting out? What what does what's... he he opted in? So he's oh, in. He's, he, he's taking his money. The only, like I said, the only player that makes sense and the only player that, you know, I would really go after. I mean, you probably need to look at the backup point guard position. So so your guys were the three guys that, that you had, um, you know, guys from last season who are free agents this year. Um, Justin Anderson's restricted, mm-hmm. um, Vince Carter, and uh, Deadman. So you have those three guys. All three of them can't come back. Uh, what I'm looking at is – Solomon Hill and um, Crab could get bought out. Yeah, I would. I honestly would like to keep Crab, but like I said, it just depends on if they're trying to. Crab doesn't even want to play here. Oh well, you gotta let him go then. But I mean, <laughs> it just depends on what the Hawks are trying to do. If they just trying to, if they still just trying to develop the young talent, aka Tank. Yeah. Then they can let though they can buy those guys out and move on. Now, if they, you know, want to make a run at the playoffs this year, get Solomon Hill, keep try to get him on board and keep him because that's a solid piece off the bench. Then you bring in a guy like a, uh, you know, maybe even take a look at a Seth Curry, you know, as some shooting off the bench. I wanted Seth Curry last year. I, I did too. I mean, I think that him and Trey would be a nice little because you could play them together at sometimes too, uh-huh. like Toronto, not not Toronto, but uh, Portland. Portland. Portland did that song with him and Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. Speaking of Portland, how, how do you feel about what Cleveland did? What did they do? Garland. I don't know. I don't know what this is. That that didn't make any sense. It makes no sense. I mean, when I, Colin Sexton is finally starting to get it going, they they get Garland. Maybe it's just the best player available, which I understand, but it's a little different with the point guard position because mm-hmm. point guard position is one of those that either you need the ball or you play off the ball. Yeah. And Sexton's the guy that needs the ball. ball. Garland is the guy that needs the ball. Yeah. So I don't know what they're thinking there. I mean, maybe maybe. It, they they're gonna try to play them together. They're trying to do the Portland thing, is what I heard. Yeah, but I mean, if, that, if you've looked, that model hasn't worked. Portland's the, and, not gonna win the championship. Well, anymore. the thing is, I think CJ's always kind of been a two guard too. Yeah, so he's it, it helped. Been a small two guard. Yeah, he's a small two guard. But these are two guys that are pure point guards. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. a little, it's a, it's even a little different. And it would be like trying to put Chris Paul and Darren Williams on the same team. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I. If I was if I was a Cleveland fan, I mean I would understand where they were going, but I would be very confused at the same time because 
I mean, I get okay, best pair player available. They need so much that it really does not matter. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> did you see what the Knicks? Everything. The Knicks that, that was that everything. Was, I mean, were they wrong? That was mad disrespectful, though. I don't think I've ever seen that on ESPN. But all right, cool, cool. But um, with Chris Paul, do you know what, what should Chris Paul do? Is is he done? Oh, why didn't we ask Eric this? Yeah, I hate to tell Eric, but. <laughs> He's going to be mad, but he, Chris Paul's done. I mean, I don't see any. There's only one. Maybe Milwaukee is the only team where Chris Paul adds value. That makes sense. Is it, is it time to chalk Chris Paul in the same category as Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we keep giving him a pass. I mean, it's not a mistake that you can say, well, he didn't have help. Okay, well, we we use that argument with LeBron all the time, and people just say, well, he's the greatest player ever, and why he's supposed to win without – Okay, why don't you say the same thing with Chris Paul? Because Chris Paul is a top five point guard of all time. Play with a top five player in the league. Yes, and and that's whether he, whether or not he ever wins a championship or not, he will go down as a top five point guard. Yeah. So I mean, and for him to never have been to the NBA Finals is a travesty. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, he's done at this point. He's not Chris Paul that we knew. And you know, I don't see him going somewhere and being like of uh, high importance because there's so many good young point guards in this game now and. I, I don't know where he fits in that in that cycle anymore. All right, well, guess that's a league for the week. A league one on one and a half, man. You know, uh, everybody go around. All two of us. Just to say your handles. Uh, Jeremy Johnson, Clark Kent. Oh man, it's been a minute. Clark <laughs> underscore Kent underscore seventy five. You get your Superman. Get my Superman. You uh, RashadMilligan dot com. You can follow me on Twitter at. I hit the first three today. <laughs> Y'all must thought that I was gonna whisper the whole time. Hey, mistress, uh, diamonds they wear like go fishing. Uh, Y'all don't want friends, I want Audis. Audi. I don't want cars, I want Rarys. Uh, 